0: This is The Show with Cannon Brown. I think these podcasts are taking off. and I think it's super cool. I love listening to them. Heck yeah, man. They're they're just like, they get me through my day. It's super fun. Besides red dirt. That last few minutes might have been a little confusing. You'd like to know who I was talking to, wouldn't you?
1: Welcome to The Show with Cannon Brown. I'm your host. Uh, You probably guessed it, Cannon Brown. I told you guys, I... (laughs) I'm really still trying to figure out that intro. I don't know how to introduce myself as a host without it being very repetitive. And if anybody has an answer, let me know because I would love to make it better for your listening ears. Uh, Because too much of my name, it just sounds weird. Uh, Happy Thursday, everyone. Wow, that was a quick tangent, Cannon. Weird. Happy Thursday, everyone. It is September 5th. It's exactly a month away from my birthday. Uh, Mark your calendars, October 5th. I accept anything. Um, I love birthday cards, and especially if there's Snickers with that. So uh, let me know, uh, and I'll give you my address. I probably won't, but it'll be okay. My guest today is about as weird as me, folks, (laughs) and uh, that's about as well as I can explain him. Uh, Sam Burmeister is—he's a different cat, and I appreciate it. I loved it. We were—you guys might get annoyed with us, honestly. I mean, I was—I was listening to this back, and and we are just um, spitting stuff back and forth. I mean, uh, it, it's a fun interview, guys, and I hope that I hope you guys enjoy it because I would like to do interviews like this a bunch, and um, I even. I even asked Sam if he would want to co-host a couple episodes with me, because I think he would be um, awesome to have on if I'm ever interviewing some cattle people, because uh, I know my way around, but not really. I'm not going to front to you cattle guys. I I mean, I can hold my own, but I'm a hog guy at heart, and, and that's that's kind of what I got to stick to, but Sam is an awesome guy, um, and just, he's, he's one of the, he's the youngest guy I've had on, and, and it's... I think it's important to get his point of view, and I know I've got some uh, older folks listening, but uh, here's here's one of the views of, of some young people coming up in the industry um, and for the young people out there, maybe he's on par with you, maybe he's different. I can tell you right now this is he, he's a weird guy, but he's he's very genuine guys and I honestly, I've been texting him every day since the interview just an awesome guy. He just helped me out with uh, with that logo that I put on, um, with that design that I put on Facebook and, and I just, I put it on Instagram. So he's very talented. Look him up on Twitter. Um, I We plug his Snapchat in the in the episode. So if you can find his Snapchat, follow him on there. I'm sure he's a hoot. Uh, like and share the show pod on Facebook and, and Instagram and, and subscribe for sure. So that's enough of me talking. Okay, that's for Monday's episode, right? Did you guys listen to the callback? I hope you did. I hope you liked it. If you didn't, I'm sorry. Uh, but let me know what I can do better. So, uh, um, but make sure you tune in this Monday uh, for uh, my deep dive episode uh, of Sam's episode. So, all right, let's do it, Mr. Sam Burmeister. You're safer here than any place else. Now just lock yourself in and keep quiet. Sam, what what are you up to today, dude?
0: Oh, well, we, uh, I'm just out here working on some red Angus, just pimping on some red Angus at Las Rojas in, uh, Frederick, Oklahoma right now. Um, that
1: doesn't sound too bad. That's my favorite color. They oh, yeah. they, they match my hair. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Just working on some gingers out here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's cool. I mean, I'm, I'm out here. Christy Collins is, uh, at Las Rojas right now and, uh. Um, yeah, just working on some Red Angus. And it's what are you guys getting red. ready for? Uh, so she's going to be having a sale on October twentieth or the twenty second. It's terrible. I don't know that, but that's all right. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm. Uh, she's she's staying pretty. Christy's staying pretty busy with uh, doing CCI live. Uh, she's down in Texas right now and uh, doing. Some goat sales and whatnot, so uh, I'm holding down the home fort right now. I'm just kind of gearing up for for her sale. We're getting these things uh, kind of ready to go and clipping them out. And you know. you know,
1: like being being alone in the barn, being left to work, that's not too bad most of the time.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I don't know. I guess I kind of just uh, I like I like doing it both. Uh, I've worked at a lot of places where you got to work with tons of different people and then i've worked which a perfect example alone would be here uh you can kind of go at your own pace uh kind of take it take it uh one step at a time and kind of do everything you know what what's going on everything that's going on and it i don't know i kind of like it just kind of working alone and being able to do what i need to do and you know you see it it progress
1: yeah i always found that when i was showing or or when I was just working at the barn all day, I love just being alone. I put some headphones in, listen to music, uh, oh, yeah, throw on out al- a new album that I haven't heard. But if when there was somebody like, it's different when you are working with friends. But if there is somebody like a, <clears throat> looking over your shoulder, making sure you are doing everything right, it it can get a little annoying sometimes.
0: Yeah, I mean, and you know, I, you know, I was kind of the same way. I love obviously music's a big, big part of my life, but. Uh, yeah, when you're with other people, you usually got to listen to rap. And that's, uh, I mean, it's fine. It's fine, but, like, you always, you know, you're jamming. You're just kind of trying to get uh, stuff done. Can I curse? Is that fine? No. Uh,
1: say, like, you can you can curse, but not, like, awful. Like, no. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I don't.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, no. We're, uh yeah, so you know, trying to get shit done and, yeah. and doing that kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, I mean, to, to me, I think what it takes is like a lot of people just don't, you got to learn how to work with everybody. And I've, I guess I've worked with a lot of different types of people, uh, and they do, they all run their operation differently. They all, they all work their cattle differently. They all do things differently. And I think if you kind of, uh, change and, um, Work to what they need to do, uh, and work towards their goal and how they want it done, um, and not try and come in with an attitude of, "This is what I know. I'm going to do it my way." Uh, it, I mean, you're a lot better off just kind of going with the flow, doing what they need you to do, and heck, it all works out. Y'all get along.
1: You know that, that that's that's a great way of looking at it. I mean, there's there's more than one ways to skin a cat, and
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're you're
1: always gonna find way people do it differently, but they're gonna get the same results.
0: Right. It's good right. to stay
1: open minded, especially with moving around and and kind of fitting on stuff whenever you need to. It's really good to have that mindset. I bet.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess I've just helped enough people to know that um, pretty much everybody's just different. I mean, different ages, different. I mean, everything. Everything's just so different. Different experience levels. So you gotta just gotta. But I mean, a lot of the times, you know you'll still reach success or a certain, uh, you know, goal that you try and set. But as long as you just kind of go with their flow and how it's worked for them and, you know, here and there you can offer some new ideas and try and implement some new stuff. And yeah. most of the time it should work, but, I mean, it just depends. So It's all work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's but- that's
1: the common uh, commonality. It's It's going to be work. It just depends on exactly. the way you do it.
0: Yo, yo, but I found that,
1: that I mean good. cattle. I mean, there's just so many ways to get stuff done.
0: Yeah, I mean, so. uh, it's like it's totally different here than it is like uh, really, like when I was up at uh, Nowatski's. I was helping them for a while um, last fall, and and up in uh, Northwest Indiana gearing up for those uh gearing up for their sale and about the same time last year and gearing up for their sale and and those fall shows and whatnot um like Barry's barn's pretty sweet I mean it's just huge and you know his layout's just awesome and you can fit like six cattle on the wash rack so you're just (laughs) like so you know and we'll have there's you know two or three four people who work there and uh when we're working calves and so you can just kind of like we would get like thirty done before lunch, and you are like, oh, yeah. all right, cool, you know, and just cooking through them. But like, you know, here it's just kind of a little bit more laid back, and you know, like to run them through the chute once and and wash them through a chute, tie them up, and it's just kind of a slower process, but a little bit more laid back and maybe maybe easier on the cattle in some aspects. But it's just, you know, it, it works a lot easier this way for one person. But the other way, it's awesome for you know three or four people. So yeah,
1: sometimes you get spoiled, and then uh, sometimes you gotta just work <laughs> with what you got. I mean, yeah,
0: yeah. You kind of you kind of just kind of got got to go with the flow, man. Roll with the punches, dude. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. Sam, I like uh, we talked earlier this this week because I wanted to get you on here. You know that. Sure. Um yeah. But I. I I don't know a lot about you still. I mean, we talked a little bit about you and I know that uh, I told you over the phone, I know your Twitter Same, account. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> dude, you've got you've got a great playlist on Spotify. That's all I'm going to say. Dude, I it's mean, been it's been sent to me by many many people. They're like, "Dude, you need <laughs> to check this out." My buddy Merritt O'Connor. Uh shout out Merritt. He like
0: Yeah, he's got good taste in music.
1: Dude, you know Merritt?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think through. Uh, I don't think I've ever met the guy through Twitter through though. Twitter, yeah.
1: I see comments on all your stuff sometimes.
0: At Bamstermeister, everybody's like, "You're you're Sam, right?" Like, <laughs> yeah, dude. It's like it's nothing deep, bro. It's just it's literally song lyrics. It's all like tweet. That's all you tweet, <laughs> dude.
1: I noticed <laughs> that, man. I noticed that. Like you, I I I looked at your Twitter one time and I'm like. This guy's getting like 300 retweets and favorites and he's just, he's quoting songs.
0: Yeah, man, I mean, like I don't do shit. Like I, <laughs> I'm like this, "Hey man, I'm sorry I don't come up with my own thoughts." Like me and my good friend Rachel, she said the same thing. And she's tw- she's famous on Twitter, I guess, if you want to call it that. Nice. But she she's like she's like, "Sorry I don't come up with my own thoughts, so I got to tweet song lyrics." It is what it is. I mean, I'm not I, it, like I just do it, man. I just get bored and you know, I drive a lot and I listen to a lot of music and yeah. I just happen to, man, I just I just love it. I mean, I listen to it all the time and it's just something to, I don't know, man, it's just kind of always been a big part of, of of everything, like driving and just in the barn. It's just like, I don't know, like, it, like listening to Ragweed and Ryan Bingham just never gets old to me. All
1: right, dude, I I ha- just, I'd have to agree with you on that
0: one. I just put that shit, I just put that on repeat and just go. You know, I just I don't know, it just won't ever get old. And like people probably get annoyed because I'll just be most of my Snapchats are like the same thing. Like it's just <laughs> it's just me driving in some song and people probably get super annoyed, but it is what it is. I'm not mad. You wanna I'm plug it mad. you wanna plug your Snapchat? Oh yeah, I don't <laughs> what the hell is it called? <laughs> Dude, I made it in uh I made it in like sophomore year of high dude,
1: school. that's the worst part about Snapchat. So. And I know it's been talked about, but the fact that I can't change my username on Snapchat that I made when I was a freshman <laughs> in high school pisses <laughs> me off. Uh, that is thanks. awful. That's horrific. Uh,
0: yeah, dude, man. My like my my username I think is Like A and then <laughs> Sir Meister. So it's like like <laughs> A and then S I R and then M-E-I-S-T-E-R. But it's like, I guess that was a meme back when I was in middle school. Ah, oh, dude, that's, that shit's so cringy now. It is a little <laughs> bit,
1: dude. It is, dude.
0: Dude, it's so dumb. I don't care, man. It is, it's social media.
1: Hey, like a Surmeister, go 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 uh, get on the Snapchat. You'll hear the same two songs every day.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, probably just, not. No, <laughs> just, just straight up red dirt and me driving on some some back road somewhere I don't know it's southwest bad, Oklahoma in the middle of nowhere oh yeah it's dude, great that Good red time. dirt
1: country I mean you can just listen to that all day it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if you've heard it 12 times that day if it I mean there's some red dirt country that just it, dude it gives me goosebumps and I can just keep listening to the same songs over and over and oh, over
0: dude. bro hey if y'all haven't checked out Zach, Zach
1: Bryan. Uh,
0: dude that shit is dude dope, don't give man. up
1: on me <laughs> i'm like I just about sobbed or deanne, deanne bro it's deanne about his is...
0: mom you don't even need to know about him and you're like okay his mom died and then you listen to the song and you're like oh all right well, cut you I'm deep just, gonna... just why am i crying in the club right now
1: like <laughs> honestly <So>. dude <laughs>
0: <laughs> no but so yeah like that that is like that dude's talented like you see that like i that saw felker now, video you know? oh man it <sighs> I don't even want to talk about. It. So oh. I did a drawing. I did a drawing of uh, Evan Felker. I saw. And, I saw that on on Twitter. And uh, so I, I was back for the weekend that uh, up in Stillwater. I've got a house up in Stillwater, and I headed up there for the weekend. And nobody was there. Everybody left. That's great. Let's go look at calves in South Dakota and Iowa. While the weekend, I want to come home. That's that's of awesome. course. So, but anyway, I got home. There's a few buddies left there, and. Uh, Went to uh, the grand opening of the Salty Bronx Saloon there, and it's like red dirt based, I guess. Oh. And I uh, usually go to the Penny, but you know that's a, just a fun place to hang out. And I uh, I was just tried to find the owner and gave him that drawing, and they were like, "heck yeah, dude, we're gonna hang it up." And I that's a badass needs-
1: drawing, dude. Was, Thank you, man. I appreciate it. He's like, "I know
0: Evan," and I'm like, "No, why? that's crazy. Tell him yeah. to come back, please." Dude,
1: yeah. Imagine if Evan sees it. Dude, that was, like that's the goal. Man, I wish. That'd be
0: cool. If that were to like if that were to like influence him somehow, because I know he's going through a rough time, obviously yeah. like that's his own deal. But like man, if that were to Evan Felker of Turnpike Troubadours, if they don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. But um, R. I. P. Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah, Red Turnpike. I mean, he's not dead. But yeah. No, no, yeah. it's a turnpike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, if he could come back. That'd be awesome if that were to like somehow influence him. Like, it probably won't, but at the same time, that'd be cool. Just that's to see everybody. I mean, like even Zach Bryan, like writing that song about him. Like everything. If, if 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 you could just get influenced or see see how much see the love that that guy has just created through music. I mean, that's just. I know we're not here to talk about music, but that guy's influenced tons of people, and his music's awesome. I mean, dude, Come I should, back, bro. seriously,
1: I mean, <laughs> Turnpike is, was, it's one of the best. They're one of the best bands to ever, to ever be.
0: Oh, I'm so glad I've got, I got to see them a few times before, you know, they went on their hiatus. Yeah. And, but you put that on the bar, in, in on the bar and listen to do it on the radio and you're just like, you just do anything, man. I mean, you can listen to that stuff for hours.
1: And it's not even, it's not even a difference of like, oh, they're happy songs like you're you're kind of upbeat, but I mean, it's just poetic. Like, you, you, the you,
0: lyric, <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it's incredible. Like the 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 melodies, and then you just listen to the lyrics, and you're like, "This guy's just telling story after story." Instead of like the shit you hear on the radio, and it's like, "Ah, let's go drink beer," and it's all like, "Oh, dude, it's just gotta so, get him. A, gotta get him a big truck, go four well, like, wheel drive." Dude, I don't know. Nowadays, it just seems like. They're like super. uh, It's pandering. It's like cringy. It's like pandering, cringy. It's just the most cringy shit. And I'm like, man, this isn't. There doesn't take any skill to listen. Like, um, I just feel like I'm cooking brain cells when I listen to that stuff. I want to officially say.
1: I I want to officially say I'm not a Luke Bryan podcast. Thank God. I want to officially say that on the record. God
0: bless. God bless.
1: Jason Aldean. He was good. He was good in his early days.
0: Back in the day, man, you know. Back,
1: back in the day, but it's gone downhill. Day. Yeah, pretty quick, pretty quick. All right, well, now that we just talked about music <clears throat> for like ten minutes, <laughs> That's let's let's talk about you. So, uh, tell me about your childhood. Tell me about kind of like getting into forage uh, and and showing livestock or sports if you did sports.
0: Yeah, no, I you no know, sports. Yeah, I had a full ride scholarship at the University of Phoenix until I had Tommy Jones Tommy done surgery in both my, my knees. knees, so I turned it down. <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, did Shout we just become best friends, Sam? For the
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, yeah, sure. So, so never played sports. I, I think I played uh, middle school football once until uh, until I got like absolutely annihilated once. Of so I don't even think I got hurt. I just like it was in front of everybody, and I'm like, I was a skinny kid, and I'm like, still am it. And and I was just like, oh, this is humiliating. So I mean I didn't really uh, did really do sports. I started showing steers I guess when I was pretty young. Uh, yeah, I, so there's a family called by the name of Danners, uh, kind of in my hometown east. I was raised in Eastern Eastern Iowa in Muscatine. And uh, Muscatine, shout out! Yeah, yeah, shout out to the Muskies, bro. Uh, <laughs> Musca Vegas, let's go! You bet. Um. Anyway raised there and uh you know kind of grew up showing steers tried to be competitive i mean i had a few uh few good ones and i one of them was from jeff Boddicker. and that steer kind of like um, like i i didn't really like win a whole lot with him uh i was kind of reserved here and there but like that steer i did i feel like i did a – like i just Loved working on that calf, and I was able to just do it all the time and It was just so fun, so I worked on that calf for so long like like just just like devoted my life to this steer and and I think i was, I was blessed to have uh, Jeff, the guy who raised him, I think he was pretty happy with uh, with how he turned out, and uh, down the road was able to hook me up with a lot of uh, people down here one of them being the collins family where i'm at right now actually um but anyway uh try not to get off on a tangent no oh, no okay. no
1: i want to get on that tangent let's talk about that yeah Dude. no
0: so like so like that was like in high school and like i we were in a pretty uh competitive ffa chapter like pretty big um and like i was just lucky enough to have awesome advisors like dave fowler the late great dave fowler just passed away this last spring um An absolute just legend. If you ask anybody around like Western Illinois, Eastern Iowa, uh, you'll know who Dave Fowler is. I mean, he just is a great livestock judging coach. Uh, Taught me the value of communication. Uh, Everything. Just like he's like he's like like I just remember one time my teammate. uh, I won't name any names, but it was hilarious. We always used to pick on each other. Um, She probably knows who I was talking about, who I'm talking about. But she was. uh, She's like, Fowler, I really hate this bull. Like, we're a class of bulls. She's like, this thing's tailhead's like sky high. And I'm like, Grace, that's like the best bull in here. Oh, I just said her name. You just said ah! her name. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Grace C, but she's engaged now. But anyway. Uh, so, Shout out. So, and I just remember, this is such a vivid memory to me because it's so funny. But no, we all loved him. We all loved each other. But Fowler was just like, Grace. If uh, you don't like cherries and there's a cherry on your cake, you don't throw the whole damn cake away. And I'm just like, "Burn!" (laughs) Oh
1: my gosh, that's absolutely incredible.
0: Shocked, just shocked. But anyway, it was it was pretty fun. Just stuff like that. I mean, just taught us. I mean, each and every one of us uh, just taught us immensely. Dude, Uh, it seemed like he had a
1: huge impact on your life.
0: Yeah, huge. I mean, it was massive, Uh, pretty big. And then um, you know, Ashley Weave, just just great great uh ffa advisors and we actually had we got to go to denver a couple times went to louisville a couple times nice. um, and actually won national ag sales team ag sales i didn't even know the product until like a week before because i was in junior college Out a boy uh that so that's me being a hondo and a, and a high school wash up but anyway yeah, yeah. uh blessed with a great program and that kind of that kind of fronted uh the whole wanting to do agriculture, get involved with cattle, um, be an advocate for it. And then, uh, and then kind of with that steer that, uh, that kind of really got me wanting to, you know, work on some, some better cattle, you know, try and get out and get my name out there in the show industry. And when I wanted to move down here after, uh, judging in junior college, I, I was just like, I just straight up drove down here, man. Like I didn't, I was trying to – I knew a couple people, and, I, you know, I knew I could, you know, get on maybe at Express and whatnot. But, like, I just drove down there, and uh, I was trying to just find a place to work, and uh, called up Jeff Boddicker. I'm like, hey, do you know anybody? And this was, like, in March and, and at the time. And he's like, well, just give Colby Collins a call. And I'm just like, I'm just cold calling this dude. He has no idea who oh, I gosh. am. Oh, gosh. And I'm like, I give him up. I give him a phone call, and I'm like, "Hey, this is Sam Burmeister. I know you don't know who I am, but I, uh, I know Jeff Boddicker real well. And, uh, I showed some steers for him. I didn't know if you were looking for any work, and he's like, "Ah, man, I, I don't know. There's not really much to do around the ranch right now. But I'll tell you what, you just you come to OY. Can you fit? And I'm like, "Yeah, I guess." And he's like. Uh, well, you come to OYE and you help you help us fit some steers and uh, we'll see how you do. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I show up and um, fit a leg and he's like, all right, you're hired. And we ended up fitting like 20 more head that day. <laughs> of I'm course. Like, <laughs> of wait. course, dude. But I'm having the time of my life. I mean, that's what I love to do. It's just, you know, and, and that was so fun. Um, they, those guys didn't know who I was. I'm just like, this kid from Iowa with all these Oklahoma boys fitting these steers and then by the end of the day, we're all like best buds and we end up winning the steer show and you're like at uh, OIE. Yeah, this is I think twenty what was the year before last uh twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. It was pretty wicked. I mean it was just nuts. It was a surreal feeling. Yeah, and it was just nuts. Was well
1: crazy. and dude, it's cause you like you, I mean, you worked your ass off on that steer that you got. You said that you devoted like your life to it that year. Yeah, like, Jeff saw that you put in work, and he, I mean, if you just put in the time and effort, you're gonna get some gain.
0: Yeah, I mean, but it's just like that, you know, I was, me and my dad would talk about it, or, like, how, because he's like, well, you're, like, kind of helping, like, a lot of people, and I'm like, I like helping a lot of people, and he's like, how, like, it's just odd that, it's crazy that you, like, all of a sudden, you get to meet all these people, and, and, and help them out, and. I'm like, we tried tracing it back and it literally just traced back to that calf. We're like, you know, we thought that steer was going to like, like, we called Jeff up and we're like, Hey, what's that steer at? Cause he was like, he's doing a phone bidding deal at the time. And he's like, Oh, he's like at yeah, $7,500 or something like that. I'm like, Oh, that's like way too much yeah. I would. I mean, we wouldn't, we don't go out and spend a lot of money. So we were like, well, we went and looked and he, I guess, got the wrong steer and we ended up getting him a lot. A lot cheaper than that. We you, you told us the wrong steer, and just ended up going and getting them bought. And uh, and yeah, I mean, it was just that one thing. We traced it back to that one thing. Uh, and you know, I just tried to pour my heart out into it. And I, you know, I didn't really have anything else to do at the time. And um, you know, if it wasn't if it wasn't for just him making that reference to somebody. And then that somebody make a reference to another person, like everybody knows each other. eventually. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. It's it's
1: such a small world, dude. It's such yeah. a small world.
0: It, and it was weird. So like, I go and I and I'm as I'm simultaneously helping fit. Uh, there's another guy who was uh, by the name of Jake Santamont. Um, he uh, he's originally from Mississippi, and and he hooked me up with. He's like, hey, well, I need somebody to trust. He's like, where are you from? I know this is like you're looking for work. You said you're looking for work Um, because Colby wasn't gonna, you know, I wasn't gonna get on full time. It was just kind of just OIE deal, which is fine. It was great, but I was, you know, really wanting to move down here. And uh, when he told me there's work in like Mississippi, I'm like, uh, but all right, yeah, I'll go. (laughs) So I go to Mississippi for three weeks, and there's this snake behind a fridge in this old hundred-year-old like house snake um, farm. Just sounds nasty. <laughs> like it was, it was, it was nuts. Uh, but I got bit by a snake. I'm like, all right. Oh, you cool. got
1: bit by the snake?
0: Not almost, almost. Oh, god. Okay. Almost. There's a video on Twitter if you want to find it. It's way down in there. But anyway, uh, and then from there, he, I mean, like, he had the connections and and you know, got me hooked up with Barry and Ed Nowitzki's, and you know, from there at Nowitzki's, it took me to. You know Wisconsin for the summer and that dude I mean it's just like from Iowa judging in Illinois to Oklahoma to Indiana to Mississippi to Wisconsin back to Indiana back to Iowa to Wyoming to Oklahoma like it's just everything you've been moving dude I love it though I love
1: it dude you're living a life that like a lot of people that fit steers and show cattle want to live I mean but not a, not a lot of people do there's only a, <laughs> there's only a handful of people that are going that are able to do what you're doing right now
0: yeah, I mean it I guess it's just uh I just like to help everybody I mean I, I try and I try and put in the most effort possible to wherever I'm at, whenever I'm there. Um so I don't know, it's just fun. I like being on the run. I don't really necessarily like being in the same place for a long time. And I, I know I will. Um but uh eventually, but man, I just figured I'm young. Why not uh why not? Uh, why not just do it now before you can't?
1: Well, I want to ask you something, Sam. What's your goal? Because I, I, you're, you're literally, um, like the youngest person I've had on the podcast now. Like you're, you're, you're my age. So like, yeah. I, I don't get a lot of these perspectives on here. I want to know what your goal is.
0: Well, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. Um, <laughs>
1: Dude, I'm 22 too. 22.
0: Two. Oh, wait, what's your uh, birthday?
1: Yeah. What's your birthday, really quick?
0: One, two, three, January sixteenth. Oh, oh, you didn't say. Okay, it.
1: I'm sorry. Mine's October fifth. So, uh,
0: so we're, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> that is what it is. Anyway, no, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, my goal, I guess, is to. Man, I'm just living life. I just want to live life. I want to do what I love. I want to. I want to travel the world. I Want to see the world. I want to. Man, I got so many goals, but I guess my biggest goal is to just. Live life. I mean, I just want to live life. I want to eventually, probably, you know, uh, get a little house on a hill in the middle of nowhere, Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, and a little show barn and a Kwanzaa hut shop, and just go to town on some show steers. And just live. California. But like, man, right now, I just I love traveling and I'm, I love seeing the seeing the country and. And seeing cattle and seeing really high quality cattle, I love working on high quality cattle, and I love working with awesome kids. Um,
1: that's what makes it worth it, dude.
0: Dude, the kids man uh like I think that's the most probably the most important thing is just kind of helping the youth um, getting them involved uh, because it's uh, man, the world's getting weird like, like super weird yeah <laughs> man, it's getting
1: wild, dude.
0: And uh, I, I mean, I think this is a pure good thing, um, this industry, and I, I, I think we should keep it that way for generations to come. But you know, I guess uh, you know, find some sweet honey and settle down on a hill and raise some show probably one day. That's the goal. You know, I'm just yeah. Right now, I'm just. <laughs> if that's it. not
1: if if that's not your goal, I mean, if that's not everybody's goal, I mean, even I mean, women like just. Yeah. Do, do I, your do live your life, make some money. Like it, that should be everybody's goal is just make money.
0: Yeah, I mean, I and I don't necessarily like. I'm honestly cool with not even making make. Money. I just want to be comfortable. I mean, like money, I've found to be for me, it's just like, I I can, if I'm surviving, like I'm good, like I'm thriving. I guess I've just learned from a young age. Like I, I wasn't necessarily born with a you know silver spoon in my mouth, and I'm honestly cool with it i mean it's yeah. just like it's i've gone through and traveled enough to know that it's definitely not what buys happiness and um i don't know man like i guess i guess it's just not my highest priority i just want to live i just want to see stuff I just want to do stuff what i want to do
1: i understand so. that one of my goals dude i, w- I want to travel the world dude that's what i want to do I want to see. I want to see every culture that I can.
0: Just do it. Like a lot of people are like, "Oh, I can't." Uh, dude, you can. You're just, just a bitch about it. You know. I mean, you're right. Like, just go out. No, I'm not. Saying, I'm just saying. Like, people just need to go do it. Like, you just if if you wanna if you want to do something, just do it. Like, drop what you're doing and do it. Like, I know people have responsibilities and it is what it is. But like. Like if you've got a job or you're going to school or something, <laughs> you know.
1: But, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Don't just like drop out or or something like yeah. that. Like, yeah. Do what yeah. you got to do, but.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, just you know, if you if you find time, don't don't go to bed. <laughs> just go out and and drive. Just yeah. go drive it. Go talk to people. Just go call people up and be like, hey, guys, stop by. Like. Don't it doesn't matter. I I don't know. I just I love it, and I think it's the best decision I ever made. I, I it's kind of a have had a weird start into the into the adulthood um, section of my life. It's just been a weird start to it. But we're flowing. We're going. Well,
1: dude, you're having. I mean, you have a great mindset on you. But I want to talk about kind of what got you that mindset because I mean, you you. Right out of high school, you're on a competitive livestock judging team and stuff like that. You're doing real good, showing steers. Uh, and then you go to ICC for junior college to judge.
0: Mm, yep. And yep. tell
1: tell me kind of about that experience, your JUCO experience.
0: Uh, uh, blurry.
1: Blurry. I agree.
0: <laughs> but, no, I mean, like, dude, uh, I don't regret it. Like, I, I'll, you know, for a while after there, I was like, ah, man, th- it was this the right place to go to? Uh, I think it was i mean the people i've met uh my roommates in junior college like i still talk to them every of course. day like every honest to god like every single day i'm still talking those are the best friends i've ever made those teammates that i had um you know I, that was that was worth it to me and i had you know great coach grant grabner was great um taught taught us so much especially about um uh, the swine industry i mean that guy is just a the guy is just a portal of knowledge on on uh on pigs but anyway uh I, I don't know i guess like i i got into kind of a low point in junior college I, I think i just kind of lost track of what i was doing um everyone on my team i think was really really uh good about just keeping their their head level and uh you know, I'll, you know, having a certain amount of play time, but being able to get their being able to keep
1: like keep your nose on the grindstone. If we're gonna keep up with the uh, uh, like Texas music, we got to throw in some Tyler Childers in there. You got to keep right. co- got to keep your nose grinds. on the grindstone sometimes.
0: Yes, that's exactly how it was, and I feel like man, like in junior college, I just slacked off. Like I, I think I like. I would have been... I feel like I could have been really competitive, but I just slacked off. I didn't pour my heart into it like I should have. And then on top of it, school. I just didn't... I just didn't try. I just... I didn't do it. Didn't even do it. I mean, I was just... I was just so low down. Like, I just... I hated it, and I didn't want to do it. Like, homework. None of that stuff. And it was just so... Um... I look back now, and I'm like, man, I really let those guys down. I let <laughs> I let my team down, and then on top of it, you know, other like like legal issues. Like I would get in, like we would get in trouble, and oh, yeah. uh, we did, and that hurt. That hurt uh, pretty pretty substantially. Hurt uh, what I was trying to do uh, for about a year and a half, and um, you know, I was in junior college, so so about halfway through my sophomore year. Um, it was. It was. Man, I was just not, not with it. I just wasn't with it. Didn't have my head on right. <laughs> Being dumb, and uh, you know I'm getting into trouble, and it sucked. And I ended up having to move back home, and like, I'm gonna tell you, like I, Dude, couldn't, that's I couldn't. I couldn't drive for a year. Yeah. So. I was like, I didn't, I didn't get a DUI or anything like that, but it was fake IDs, being dumb, tried to buy beer, didn't work out. They called the cops, like that kind of stuff. And I mean, don't do it, kids, not even once. Dumb junior college stuff like that. You know, everybody does it. Everyone in college does it, It, but it's stupid, all right. Mm -hmm. And you know, I regret it, but at the same time, I almost, I, I think it's gotten me. It's all. It's given me this, this kind of life I'm living now I mean so I had to move back to Iowa um, and find a job in town like I couldn't even drive and then um, actually had the chance to go up to Michigan and work in a show barn up there Um, so that kind of got me away but
1: dude that must have been hard leaving in the middle of your sophomore year at junior college just like having to move back home
0: yeah, and in I can imagine of it. all these national contests that we're about to go to, yeah. my, my team and my coach, staff, I mean, it, it was the lowest point of my life. Like, it, I, it was, I was, lo- like, that was low. And um, it sucked. It sucked. And I was like, man, this is, I'm only going to try and go up from here. And it would just be like, I would just keep messing up, and I just kept getting lower and lower. And I'm like, man, this is just dumb. And, uh, finally get my license back (laughs) and I start driving and I'm like, all right, let's, let's literally a week later, I think I drove to Oklahoma and I'm like, I got, I'm just going to find, initially I think I was going to try and go to Redlands, uh, just go back, you know, just go back and just a year off. Um, and, and it ended up just kind of taking off Yeah, Uh, from there. Just Going out there and just doing it. But at the same time, I didn't have I didn't have anything to hold me down. I was just kind of – I was like, all right, brand new slate. I moved back to Iowa. I'm like, this is a brand new slate, clean slate. Let's do something with it. Let's figure out how I can be the best at whatever I'm trying to do or the best me that I can be. So I tried to. I don't know.
1: I mean, I sometimes starting yeah, with a clean slate is – it's almost better.
0: Yeah, and it lit like I'm gonna tell you what. I uh in that whole year, man, I uh I learned a whole lot about myself. I'll tell you that for sure. Sometimes you just need a swift kick in the ass to figure yourself out. And uh I think that's what it was. And moving up there, you know, um I I think uh it just, just put my nose to the grindstone up there and you got
1: you fixed up a little bit.
0: Yeah. I mean yeah. I just I was working on myself and got your and, mind
1: on the goal and
0: Yeah. And then know. moving back moving back, um, I was just like ready to ready to rock and roll. I'm like I've got stuff that I've wanted to do for the past year that I couldn't do and let's get it done. And I think that that hustle man- mentality just is just carried on and I man, we're rocking and rolling now and I yeah, I'm loving life. Dude, that's <laughs> the way it. to do
1: it. That's do it you sometimes you find yourself in in between a rock and a hard place. I think that's how you put it when we talked on the phone this past week. You find oh, yourself yeah. in those positions and and you come out better.
0: Yes, absolutely and you know from there, I just you know I see a lot of uh a lot of people just trying to follow the crowd. Um, I don't know, I just don't know why anybody'd want to do that. I guess I just want to, I want to do stuff my you know I want to do what I want to do. And I want to help as many people out as as I can and try and try and be the best at whatever I'm doing and try and do a lot of stuff. I mean, you don't need to do one thing. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to work on, you know, sale cattle for my entire life, but I know I love doing it, but I'm not, you know, I'm not going to do it until I'm 80. I just try and do everything, Uh, whether it's, I don't know, design work or, or drawn or Music or whatever it may be, whatever your niche is, do it. You know, and have it'll you ever,
1: my- ever uh, spent some time in Montana?
0: Uh, yeah, dude, I think I went there when I, I think I went to Yellowstone, um, uh, which I just finished Yellowstone yesterday. Uh, oh, dude,
1: I haven't even watched it. I need to, though.
0: Whoa, dude, what
1: I've watched the first episode and it. it Dude, it, it's stressful, man. <laughs> I was like, this is the first episode, and I'm stressed about it. I don't know how I'm going to like keep going.
0: Ryan Bingham is in it, dude.
1: Is he really? Yeah. I didn't He's know in that, it actually.
0: For... Yes, absolutely. That's why the only reason I watched it, man. It's I mean, the... I've
1: heard the great reviews. I, I Trust me, I've heard uh, it all.
0: It it gets pretty amped up. No, but I, I, I've been to... Uh... I think I've been to Montana, went to Yellowstone when I was like three or four, and then like swung by Mount Rushmore or something. I don't know. I see pictures of it. Oh, well, dude,
1: if you need a job in like winter and spring, my buddy always needs help clipping bulls up there. So if you want to go like live in Montana for a spring, I did. I so like when I went to when I went to junior college, um, I went to Tech after first semester. I, did, I Me and Lubbock didn't get along very well. The I mean, Blue Light was fun, but. That was about all that was great about N Adolf's uh, karaoke bar shout out. Um, But after that semester, I was like, I didn't. I had to take a semester off because I didn't didn't get enrolled in any other universities. So I just went up to Montana and clipped bulls all spring, and it was it's dude, it's gorgeous up there. That's awesome. Yeah. If if you need a contact, I got you, dude.
0: For sure. (laughs) I mean, I I find myself like nowadays, I I almost just am so. I'm so booked now that I have to tell people no. Oh, it sucks.
1: You're popular now.
0: No, shut up. <laughs> but, but I would absolutely. I mean, you give me a date and I'll try and mark it down. But well, yeah, okay. <laughs> but like, no, like I'm not trying to say. Like I'm just saying, like
1: no, I know what you're saying. I'm not trying. I'm not being sarcastic. I <laughs> dude, I think that's absolutely about, incredible that you're booked up.
0: That's oh, it. Did, I just never thought you, you know, like you never think you get to that point where yeah. you just like you gotta, you almost gotta just like turn down some work. I mean, I try. I honestly though, like that's, I think I think the funnest thing to do though is just, yeah, I'll be a yes man, and you just get to go everywhere. Like yeah. just, it don't matter, it doesn't matter where you're at, you just drive there, you know. And I think that's what, uh, like oh hell yeah, I'll go to Montana. That'd be awesome. I mean, you just you just you just go. You just go, and I think a lot of people are like, oh, I don't really want to work down there. I don't want to go all the way up there. That's kind of a ways away. And I'm like, dude, it's three hours. Yeah. (laughs) You know? (laughs) So, drive. (laughs) Get in a car, dude. So, I don't know. Like, I just, man, that's the funnest part about it is going everywhere. Just meeting people and driving and getting a lay of the land. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. I mean, just meet meet people. Like the more people you know, it's insane. You're it'll just blow up for you. That's I think the biggest thing is it's not. I, I think it's like not totally who you know and not what you know, but who you know. I think you still gotta kind of know what you're doing. Oh yeah. But if you do a good enough job and people are happy and you meet enough people, then heck yeah, let's go. Let's let's do it. Let's do it. Let's roll them all well i wanted to
1: i uh i want to talk about your art here and i i know you're cringing when i say the word art <laughs> but honestly dude you're a fantastic artist and i know you don't like being called artist, but like your drawings are freaking sweet dude and I if, appreciate it. if you haven't seen his drawings dude, go on twitter i mean go on facebook Show times. they didn't they just post your drawing uh on their facebook
0: yeah, I think they did, uh, during State Fair, Iowa State Fair.
1: Dude, check out that stuff, guys, because, yeah, <laughs> dude, I, like, I don't know how you do it.
0: <laughs> well, I, I, sure appreciate it, it means a lot, it really does, um, it, I don't know, man, I just, it's just, uh, yeah, I don't, I guess I don't really call it, uh, I just, I just sketch. You just, I just
1: play just, around, dude, but, like, it's, it's just, it's yeah, I mean, stuff. it's
0: scribbles, it's just scribbles, but I like, uh, I like kind of, uh, putting in, you know, important details and, and making it look, you know, right, and then uh, making it look kind of ragged and sketchy and shit like that, and that's kind of what I like doing. I just, it's fun to me. It's just something I like doing. It's a pastime I've always had, and I, I don't know, it's just fun, and people are always like, can you draw my dog? And I'm like, dude, uh I'm
1: not going to draw your dog. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which I will sometimes. So, uh, <laughs> you know who you are, but... Uh, but uh, no, I mean, like it's just like, man, I just thought that Horn steer out in Fort Worth, like, dude, was a pimp, and yeah. I think I also think Brandon Horn is like the man. Uh, there's a few, few guys that I think are just kind of like legends in this industry that I really like and look up to, and uh, Brandon Horn and Colby Collins being one of them, and uh, to be able to draw uh, uh, Sierra steer from OIE and then and do uh uh even horn steer from fort worth oh yeah and just like i just love like i'm so glad they like that like that just makes me happy that it makes them happy like that's just cool to me i just dig that that's what i like it's just cool I, i i mean it's just scribbles but i'm so glad they dig it and it's just i don't know I it's like it.
1: scribbles dude but like the way you're doing it and like it's it's one thing to just draw something and post it and be like yeah i drew this but th- the fact that like i mean your creative mind is is, is awesome dude and I, I am like i'm telling you this as like i'm i i'm a true admirer the, just the <laughs> fact that like you just set up a camera and put some like old just red dirt country on and you're drawing these old dead cowboys that are and like <laughs> yeah. they look like they're in a uh, mariachi band it's yeah. badass dude
0: <laughs> yeah i sold that to weston Siler in texas he was like a violin player it's a uh, three skeletons playing a fiddle behind this dude at a bar skeleton at a bar and this this kid from uh texas he's like dude i play the, i play the fiddle and i need that i don't care how much it costs i want it i'm gonna buy it and i'm like yeah, heck yeah, dude. Sure. Nice, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude but okay, like, you have
1: to call yourself an artist now though. You just you've sold art. Uh,
0: I'm right. Uh, whatever. <laughs> uh, <but> yeah. <laughs> whatever. <no. laughs> but you know, it's just fun. Like, and I like editing the videos and making it look kinda of different. I just like being different. You know, yeah, dude. I mean
1: I I've said this like two times or three times already, but like if you guys like Twitter, like he's got some all, like hilarious uh pictures hilarious uh videos dude those those pictures of you guys perching on those fence posts
0: oh, yeah. i died dude Shout i died Swing. that yeah, was, was sweet good. dude that was awesome yeah it's fun i mean honestly like nowadays i just feel like social media is the root of of just a lot of negativity <laughs> it is it is and uh i don't know man like i just try not to get in like people like i'll just see people get into arguments and post just dumb stuff like hey do you know if your dad saw that he probably wouldn't be proud of you yeah Uh, you know like so i just try and uh i just just try and stay away from that stuff and put up some cool stuff that you know, I think is neat and fun. And try and be funny, and just like, like try and bring positivity to it. You know, you don't want to be negative. I don't. I think negativity, negativity is just kind of unneeded. Especially, I would have world.
1: to agree. Especially, um, especially on social media, dude. Like, yeah, there's no way to convey a good opinion on social media.
0: No, no,
1: there's no it's, way.
0: Absolutely not. And it's like, it's just there's a lot of just dumb, like really like it's just it just seems like it's a very negative and arrogant atmosphere a lot of the times and i just i think it i think it needs to be humbled people just need to be humbled that i think it's really getting um in people's heads and i just i don't think it should like you, dude i'm not gonna go out and post a video of me lip singing a uh like flatland song yeah. <laughs> driving my car like that's cringy to me, man. Yeah, dude, Stop. those
1: guys, I, dude, I see or, those videos hey, sometimes.
0: Mere selfies were for middle school. We're yeah, gonna, let's 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 move on. Yeah, so, all right, cowboy.
1: <laughs> keep keep moving. Yeah.
0: So I don't know. You just kind of. I like to be positive and different, and you know.
1: But I think that's why uh, people are attracted to your social media accounts is because you are different. You're not, you're not doing the same stuff that everybody else is doing. I mean, you're doing, you're doing the same stuff. You're just posting lyrics and funny videos and (laughs) and pictures, but it's different from the norm.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, I just like, it's fun. You know, it's, it's just something to do, I guess, because it, you get, you get kind of bored. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. You know, know, when you're driving 10 hours a day, you just like, you're like, what am I going to do? You know? or you're sitting in the show barn and everything's done, everything's fed and you're like, you know, I don't watch a whole lot of TV. I just, you know, I just I talk to friends and uh you know, call people and talk to people and then try and try and put some cool and funny stuff up up online and Well, yeah, it I works. Spread positivity, my guy. That's you the know? way
1: to do it, dude.
0: You know, I don't know. It's just it's fun. It's fun.
1: I agree. But well, Sam, that's that's kind of all the topics that I had for you, but I always like to kind of leave the end open for anything that you want to plug or anything that you think is important to discuss with the listeners.
0: Um, okay. So Yeah.
1: I kind of put you on the put you on the spot here and you like you can take time. I can just keep rambling in this part no. while you just think.
0: Uh, how about that right in? The what? I guess, I guess that's why they call it Sin City. I, Jesus, uh, <laughs> you got a hangover reference? It, but, uh, I consider myself a bit of a loner. Uh. Um, no, nah, I'm just kidding. So I think uh, <laughs> I think uh, the biggest thing is I don't know. I think people just need to not follow the crowd as much. I I, I want to see more individual thinking. In the industry, and I guess I just kind of—that's something I kind of want to advocate for—is just kind of thinking for yourself, uh, doing what you want to do, um, but still working hard, not getting a big head, um, just staying humble. I think the biggest thing is staying humble, and I think you gotta—I think you gotta realize—you um, know, for me anyway. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm not hugely religious, but uh, I try and thank God every day. Um, I put number 54 on a lot of stuff. Um, and if, I guess if it, it, it's gotten pretty big is number 54. Yeah, can
1: you, can you uh, explain that? I know it a little bit, but I want the listeners yeah. to know about it too.
0: Absolutely. Um, so in junior college, um, we had, we had a big brother, little brother system. And, uh, so, so it was me and Jacob Henshaw. We were the little bros. And then, uh, our big bro was Ross house from Lafayette, Indiana. And Ross is the man. He's kind of, uh, he's honestly somebody. And I think I trace a lot of my kind of thinking back to him because he's very, just, uh, he does stuff his own way. He doesn't really care what people think. He's just a great person, humble person. Um, awesome dude if you don't know ross you need to get to know him um and they're uh ross house was our big brother he's a sophomore when we were freshmen and um great great judge and we would talk sets of reasons to him and you know we'd go to him after every practice and we'd get with our big brother and all the other kids all the other freshmen would get with their big brother and her sister and work with them and instead of grant um uh, all the time instead of just the coach so it worked awesome um well his uh uh, Ross's little brother, actually had an older brother named Grant, and, um, he, uh, he was special needs, he, he grew up, uh, special needs, um, so he was at a disability throughout his whole life, and, uh, we didn't know him, none of, no one on our team knew him, but, uh, right before Louisville, the contest at Louisville, I think it was a week before Louisville, um, Grant passed away, and, uh, And so, um, Ross headed back to Indiana and, um, we actually, as a team, I think most of our team drove out to the visitation. Uh, we didn't know the guy at all. We didn't know his brother at all, but we, we drove out there, um, just because, you know, to support our brother, just to support Ross, uh, he's a part of our family. I mean, in JUCO, I mean, in college in general, I mean, your team becomes your family. Oh
1: yeah. That's a family atmosphere.
0: And, uh, you know. So we went out there uh, just to show our love for him and, and uh, that we were thinking of him, and it was huge. I mean, it was way bigger than we had ever. Th- I mean, we were standing in line for like two hours at this visit. It was huge, and we're like, "Man, this this kid has touched so many people's lives." And you're walking through, and you look at he he set these goals every day, and he numbered them. Uh, some were little, some were big but, you know, little things just, you know, to get through the day or, or bigger, bigger long-term goals. Um, but his number 54th goal was to thank God every day for simply being alive. Um, Wow! for somebody with a, you know, with a disability and, uh, to just love life and to thank God that he, he was just living life, um. That that hit that hit me pretty hard, and it hit everybody pretty hard. And uh, the uh, the house family opened up uh, Grant's house just recently. It's a uh, um, basically a charity organization. Um, and they deal with uh, special needs children. They help them out. It's, I think it's like a after school program. But the whole the whole message behind it is that number fifty four. Um, it's it's Grant's goal that number 54th goal is to just thank God every day for simply being alive. doesn't matter. I mean, I just try and every, every single day I just, I see, I feel like I see that number a lot and it'll just kind of, it's a reminder, you know? And, uh, I don't know. You just, I just try and every single day at some point in my day, you know, be like, thanks. Yeah. So, yeah that, and that's, uh, I think that's, that's really, uh, I don't know. It's been a big part of my life and I know a lot of people been a big part of theirs.
1: Yeah, and I've I've seen it from you and I I think the other uh, I've seen it from a bunch of people, but you kind of were the only person that I really kind of um knew your Twitter and then Lena, Lena Bond, yes, she always Lena does Bond. 54. Shout Excellent. out Lena.
0: And uh Katie hiltbrand
1: Yeah, Katie, yep. Yeah.
0: Absolutely incredible. Uh incredible people. I mean, they, and out of anybody, I mean, she's Katie is Katie and Lena, they spread that message they
1: um, really do and it's
0: awesome it's super cool but no i mean i i try and do that and it's uh i was blessed to get to know ross and um and their family and um yeah so i every i did i I try and if if ever i'm selling artwork i will i'll try and donate um any of that or um a percentage of that to that charity i know it's not a lot but yeah I feel like i should give something back and i don't know i really just think it's a great thing so
1: i agree and i think i i mean that's a i'm glad you explained that because i've seen that and i think other people have seen that on twitter or on their social medias and it's good to kind of spread that message as much as we can
0: and anybody can use it yeah so i don't hashtag know. 54 you bet that's all right
1: the- sam well uh dude that's all i got for you what What do you have anything
0: oh dude you know, dude,
1: we need it. You need to like, you need to come to Arizona. We need to co host a episode together or something. I think we vibe really well.
0: I get it. Yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> like,
1: you coming to Arizona Nationals? I
0: don't, I don't know. Dude, maybe it's probably, not bad. Maybe? It's not,
1: it's a really good show.
0: I, yeah, that's what I hear. I just, I don't know. <laughs> like, dude, I don't, people are like, so what's your plan? And I'm like, uh right yeah absolutely and they're like no so what's your plan and i'm like i don't know dude uh yeah no heck yeah, i'm gonna try and make it out there uh, yeah so dude i, I mean really i'm trying programing.
1: to i'm trying to interview some cattle judges while i'm there i need it i need a cattle guy with me
0: yeah dude. Uh, you you sparked my interest <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no uh absolutely perfect but, dude uh, just living life man
1: well, dude, keep living, man. Keep living your life the way you see fit. I think sure. you're doing awesome.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you for having me on. I mean, it's an awesome. Uh, I think it's an awesome thing. I, I think these podcasts are taking off, and I think it's super cool. I love listening to them. Heck like, yeah, man! Dude, they're they're just like they get me through my day. It's super fun. Besides Red Dirt.
1: Besides Red Dirt, yeah. <laughs> throw on Throw weed. on Stock Talk, uh, Shoot Side, or, or yes. the Show with Cannon, and or Ragweed. Or You're ragweed, right. not, or ragweed. Not
0: the not the song, the band. The band. Know. Yeah, not from Cold Pretzel or whatever. You
1: uncultured swine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I didn't call you guys that. No <laughs> listen listen.
0: Listens to Boys from Oklahoma once. Dude, I love ragweed. <laughs> I love ragweed. <laughs> now right. thank you for on. I think it's awesome.
1: So. Yeah, dude. Uh, anytime you want to be on, you, you let me know, and we're we're just gonna keep having these, dude. Let's go. Time's limited, so you must listen carefully. Well I told you guys he was a little different, didn't I? Nah, no, he's a good guy. And uh we've got a lot in common. We made a lot of references right around the same time. When when he quoted Donnie Baker in the beginning, uh and let me let me just requote that, uh I got a full red scholarship to the University of Phoenix till I got Tommy John surgery in both my knees. And and for you folks that don't know what Tommy John surgery is. Um, it's in the elbow, so it's it's not in the knees. Uh, and I just butchered that joke. I am so sorry. Uh, I'm I'm can't, I'm trying to do everything in one take, guys. So I, I'm not gonna edit it out. And I'm not gonna redo it because I'm trying to be transparent with you guys. And this is how it goes. But um, he's a great guy. He's just an awesome dude. I'm super excited to go into the deep dive episode, the callback episode on Monday. I've already got two pages of notes just on his episode. I'm going to go in depth. We're going to have a special guest uh, on Monday's episode. It's going to be a good time, folks. It's going to be a really good time. So, uh, yeah, tune in Monday. Like, share, subscribe, all that jazz. And I will uh, talk to you guys on Monday. All right, love you. Bye.